Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I watched the second half of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And this is is the the other other half. Thanksgiving Spectacular! We had to remember that it's Thanksgiving. We had to remember it's Thanksgiving. Yes. But yeah, it's not really spectacular because we only do one. That's right. We do it's one just a year. A, it's just an event. If you don't know, Thanksgiving is where we watch a movie uh, starring Tom Hanks mm-hmm. uh, for the celebration of Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, and We've this done, year we got very lucky. We did get very lucky because this movie just came out. Yeah. We just saw it in the theater. Week. Yeah. We saw it in the theater just now. Well, that's right. We're paying actual money. Good. We're not just watching streaming services, yeah. which we will be doing soon. Yeah, hopefully. Um. Yeah, so we actually went out of our way and found a Tom Hanks movie that's out in theaters. Yeah, yeah, feels good. Feels it good instead of seeing something like like something very old from like Bachelor like Party or Bachelor Party, which is his first movie. What did we watch? There was another one, wasn't there? Yeah, we watched uh, Joe versus Volcano. Joe versus Volcano and Philadelphia. Oh man, we've done this is like, this is our fifth. This one? is our fifth Thanksgiving. Does that mean we've been doing this podcast for five years? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) If if this podcast were a kid, it could speak and walk around and go to kindergarten. I haven't gotten good at any of those things. (laughs) I still just sit here. You got me in a little little container here making me just make these podcasts and (laughs) come talk to me and put TV in front of me and good to go. That's right. I I remember uh, before this movie came out, there was trailers for it. You know, there was all this like hoopla about Tom Hanks playing, you know, Mr. Rogers. Isn't Mm -hmm. that great? And I was watching a, a, a movie movie and the tra- trailer for this movie came on and uh, there were the ki- these kids behind me and they were watching the trailer and one of the kids was like didn't he die and they go like yeah mr rogers died and the other kid's like then how is he in this movie and he goes that's not mr rogers that's tom hanks and he goes oh okay <laughs> so i feel like that speaks pretty well to either tom hanks's abilities or the fact that children do not know what mr rogers looks like <laughs> <laughs> nowadays. No one knows. No one knows what this mystery man looks like. Yeah. I feel like it's the former because he is pretty good in this movie. All right. So I don't know if you noticed this, uh-huh. Ethan, but I brought a box of Kleenex in here. Yeah. I cried during this movie a lot. This whole movie was just Im- almost immediately. I don't know if this movie is just hyper targeted at like us. us. I was about to ask you, did you grow up watching Mr. Rogers? Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. And I don't. I saw the Mr. Rogers documentary last year. Yeah. I never saw it. I, I, I bawled my fucking eyes out watching okay. that movie. And that's when I was like, that's where, where I was like, holy shit. I did not realize how much of a gaping hole Mr. Rogers filled like in our collective yeah. consciousness. I'm just like a person who's sometimes taking political stances, but most of the time goes out and just is like, I love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you are great at being you and that's all you like people. I didn't realize how much. I needed to hear that as a person. Yeah. You know? It's one of those things that you don't really realize as a kid it, as much as it affects you. It's mm. like, why am I watching this show? It has like, you know, crappy production values. Some guy that talks way too it's, slow. Yeah. And it's really corny. Yeah. 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 Um, and cheesy. But like, for some reason, it just had like an unbelievable amount of heart. And I think that's why it kind of has Definitely. stuck with like so many kids, even though it's like, well, also it's on PBS too, right? Right. So anybody so, can watch it. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. why I watched. I didn't have cable. That's one, hey, all the time I hear people being like, check out this. I love this. Hey, Arnold and Nicktoons. I'm like, I don't ever got to watch any of those. <laughs> between the Lions, dog. Hell yeah, day. Between and the Lions. Puzzle Place. Yeah. Puzzle Place. We're all, going to the Puzzle Place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that PBS shit. That's what I was on. And whatever, like... Zoom. Whatever. Yeah, Zoom. And whatever yeah. um, Channel 7 got, which was the ABC affiliate. So yeah. Like, all right, dump all those shitty 
ABC shows there, like Recess and Doug yeah. and stuff like PBS that. PBS was on Channel 3 or 4 or it 5, was, I think. It was whatever the public one was. Yeah, yeah. Which I think for me was like 28. Uh, oh, man. Remember uh, channels? Oh, God. Remember, Remember channels that went up to about like 40? Yeah, it was like 40 yeah. and then it was static. And then yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, all right. I guess that's and it. And not all of the channels between 1 and 40 would have anything on yeah, it. Yeah, it'd just yeah. be blank. Yeah, exactly. Which is bizarre. It's nuts to think about. I feel like Back old Back in the good old days. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah great but that's old what's, days. But that's what's also interesting about this movie is it is a period piece, right? Because it's mm-hmm. set in about 89. Yes. I think 89, yeah. Yeah. Um, the guy is working on like a laptop. Yeah, so but it's like, like early just, it's like very early like Windows like three point one or something like that. Like they have word processors and that's it. And it's like that's it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this movie is just like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. It's something about. Did you cry? Oh yeah, whole time. Oh thank God. I'm I was like in the back the and I'm like, one. fuck, I'm so alone. <laughs> Me too, dude. Because we sat oh. in the back. Because we sit in the back to take notes. Right, right. Exactly. So I picked a spot all the way in the back and I'm just like, well, no one can see me in this dark theater. This yeah. Is great. Well, okay, you actually got off lucky because I, when I left the theater at the end of the movie, there's always the people outside the theater that are like, hope you enjoyed the movie, hope you have a good day. And I'm just like, I don't even want to look at you right now. Like I've that was my face. Like that, that was my face when we passed off because you were in the you were in the hallway. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I wonder where Mike is. I hope I don't see him. <laughs> Well, it was too dark. I didn't notice. Okay, good. Good. Uh, that's why I, mean, I, I cleaned you. myself up pretty good. Yeah, so I yeah. was like, all right, I'm gonna. I should have brought fucking tissues. Like I'm kicking. I myself. just didn't expect no. it. I guess I was just caught so off guard because I think it's something about to you know. I think nostalgia is a very powerful force that is can be used for good and bad mm, sort definitely. of thing. Like there's something you have to realize that, um, you know. This is, I'm getting this because I feel like it's reflecting my childhood and it's yeah. something that a lot of critics bring to the table whenever they critique something is they're bringing their life experiences where they were as a kid right. and realizing that. And then like... Like Ratatouille. Yeah, exactly. It's like that, that very famous scene where, you know, he eats the... Ratatouille. Eats the Ratatouille. Yeah. He eats the little rat Remy and then he's like, ah! Ratatouille is the name <laughs> of the food. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I'm making that joke. Um <laughs> No, he eats the ratatouille, and then of yeah. course gets transported back to his childhood. And, right, it like, reminds it him of stuff, and that's like how a lot of people do things. So it's almost hard to look at this movie objectively. It is difficult because because and the thing is is like I saw the trailers, I saw the poster, and I'm just like Tom Hanks doesn't look a lot like Mr. Rogers. No, he's got the really. eyebrows, he's got the hair, but like he's you oldish. Know, you know? He's older. <laughs> he's a bit heavier than Mr. Rogers was, you know. But then. The way he talks and like God. he fiddles with his hands like Rogers his did. His mannerisms were like on <sighs> point. It was effortless. I like, forgot. It, I just too. straight up forgot. Me I was too. like, why are we? This is the thing. We didn't. I forgot. I was like, this is a Thanksgiving episode? Because <laughs> yeah. he disappears into the <laughs> he role. He really does. Which is a uh. testament to, I don't know if it's, it, it has to be acting. Because oh, like it's all mannerisms and stuff yeah. like that. Like he all must have watched stuff. so much. And luckily there's so much reference footage he could That's probably true. pull from to, to, to get that. But Yeah. And like, you know, uh, Rogers' widow still around. So I'm sure, yeah. that, you know, he, he talked to her and like picked up some things. Yeah. Even like the silent, like the thing that I appreciate the most about this movie, because I saw the Mr. Rogers documentary and like the one thing Rogers loved was the idea of like silence and quiet. And like, oh, really? yeah, he loved that. And I'm watching this movie and whenever Rogers is in a scene, it's like so like slow and it feels so real. And like I was in the theater full of kids, by the way. There's a lot of kids in the theater. Decent amount of kids. Not a lot of talking, not a lot of no. like moving around or questions. Like it was just everyone just sort of ex- it was it's almost like church where you're like you're just sitting <laughs> yeah. in there and there's just this silence that's like like yeah, there's just this silence that overtakes you and it's not like a negative one. It's not an awkward silence. It's just like a res- respectful silence. Yeah, like almost. You're just sitting here in 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 like awe of what's occurring in front of you and like 
fuck, man. Like, he really, really embodied Rogers. And I, I was reading, like, reviews about this movie, and people were pissed because I think what people thought from, like, the trailers and the uh-huh. poster i think they thought this was like a doc a, a document or no a, a, a like a, a um a movie about mr rogers but it isn't no not really it's about a guy who is uh, uh interviewing mr rogers which i think is life. more which i think is almost probably the best way to do it absolutely because i think if they did like oh here he is through the ages and growing up and stuff and it's just like those those come off as really corny yeah it's happy because like um turning someone's life into a movie it, you got little scenes to build that character right. and who it is yeah and it's almost like to the philosophy of fred rogers himself it doesn't really matter no. how he got to the point it's what you do with it now yeah, yeah and yeah. how you treat people now yeah and why you do that it's not exact well it is not exactly why you do that but right. it's like what you do with that information or exactly. what you do like treating other people with kindness it doesn't matter how he got to it. it didn't matter you know he had a great life growing up or whatever or whatever or he, he had saw a bad something. one yeah or, or an event happened or whatever that triggered him to be a who, who he is as a person yeah it's like it doesn't really matter yeah it doesn't really matter that what matters is treating people well mm-hmm. with respect and yeah. kindness no and openness what, yeah exactly and i think it was so clever too because as an audience member i cannot look at mr rogers and go like I cannot relate to him because he was such a force of like love and happiness and like patience. Mm-hmm. And I am not that kind of a person. And, and I know that. And that's why I think why this movie was targeted at us is because the main character, Lloyd Vogel. Oh my God. He is like the embodiment of like me. Uh, yeah. Like I was like, <laughs> shit. I related he, to him so deeply. He is just a jaded journalist. Yeah. Definitely. And then I'm just like, man, I went to J school, you know, going through, got all jaded going to yeah. work, working for newspapers and getting laid off and all that stuff. So and like he has, it's just, it's not even just like his, his, the way he looks at the world too. It's like he has a complicated relationship with his father mm-hmm. and like he has this whole thing with like this newborn kid and like I don't have a baby and I don't have like an no. awful relationship with my father but I've definitely been in the I felt the way he feels you know and like the movie I was I was telling uh, my wife about it earlier it's like the movie deals with these things I was so worried the movie was going to be like one of those crappy like christian movies where it's like here's this guy who doesn't believe in love or whatever and then he immediately turns and looks at the world with joy and happiness it doesn't do that it deals with these complicated emotional issues in a grounded and like real way that's also like healthy you know and i almost feel like that's what um mr rogers like appeal is yeah is he's just like he's not there to preach at you things Mm -hmm. he's just there to teach you good ideas and to how to deal with emotions and stuff because yeah definitely how to deal with your own emotions yeah yeah and like he's there to listen like the thing that oh my god the thing we're just gonna be praising tom hanks's performance this entire episode probably like the thing he did so well is the thing that rogers would do i've just seen a lot of videos of him it's just he he would ask a question and then he wouldn't he wouldn't cut people off he would just like listen to them and he would just look at them and wait for them to stop speaking and then give it a couple seconds and then he would respond and it's just like i don't know man which is also that is like an excellent interview technique that, yeah, is, how definitely. You spoke, that is how like all journalists are taught to use the awkward silence yeah. as like a sort of way to get people to talk because automatically so many people just want to fill that silence with yeah. something that's just something they're going to fill it with they're going to either talk about something they weren't going to because they thought the conversation would move on they wouldn't have to bring it up mm-hmm. and you get a little more out of them and that's what he did all the time to get to people's like actual like inner, inner the, things yeah, yeah like things that they wouldn't normally share because right, so exactly. many other people but are, not in a way that was like uh probing or disrespectful either. yeah and because yeah. so many other people they just want to talk about themselves right exactly. or whatever and so they're we're conditioned to finish up our thought quickly so the other person can get whatever they want to say out. Exactly. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. This is just podcast 101. But, uh, oh my God, dude. So we're just going to do awkward silences now. 
<laughs> uh, we're only going to talk about how I feel. Okay, sounds good. I feel like, oh my god, are we really going to do that? Because no, I could actually kidding. talk about how I feel, and it's like weird, man. It, like I got, I got home, and I was just silent, and Phelan could instantly tell there was something like wrong with me, uh-huh. and like I just started like bawling. Like I was just like I, I. I thought it was better. Like I was sitting in the car and I thought it was like a burp. Like I felt it was feeling better. And then I just started crying and I was just like, well, I don't even know how the movie ends. So like, I don't, it does. It's not a, it's not an unhappy ending or anything, but it's just like the way it's like, I just, it is something I feel like everyone needs to hear, which is like, you are loved and accepted mm-hmm. just the way you are. And it's like, I don't know, like just that basic idea is something you never, ever hear. Like any, any anybody say, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was really, ah, oh, it was just so beautiful. Yeah, it it was really a, like, I don't know. We should probably get into the plot, right? Like, we I suppose get the plot so. It's a pretty like, easy plot, though. It's pretty simple, but I mean, that's kind of its strength, I guess. I think it's what, what the biggest strength, 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 the biggest strength of this movie is that is is not just, like, the strength is who the movie is focusing on, mm-hmm. which is the journalist, but yeah. also how the movie's told. Like, I think a lot of care was put into the putting together of the movie. Like, I, I don't know if in, in your half, but in my half, whenever people travel, mm-hmm. the interstitials are all done in like the little model versions yeah. of like the Mister Rogers like intro, and it's mm-hmm. all done in it all looks like uh, like video. Yeah, it's all in like full frame. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like television. Yeah, yeah, and it's just slightly like distorted, but not in a creepy way. It, it feels, and it definitely appears to a nostalgia. It feels like the sense of warmth to it and, yeah like, care put into it that's why i wonder if like obviously there's a lot of kids in the audience like did they did they still show mr rogers on the tv i don't know i don't know well i know okay i do know that his uh what is it his puppet character um i can't remember the name uh, the lion oh oh shit Fuck. daniel daniel uh he daniel tiger Daniel Tiger has a TV show now. Really? An animated television show called Daniel Tiger. Oh. Ethan is cracking open again. I got to keep drinking. To it's suppress, bubbling. I got to suppress these feelings. No shit. Honestly, if I did this, I, I'm also drinking. I feel like if I did this episode sober, it would just be the two two grown men crying into a microphone. Hmm, that's a podcast idea right there. I think we should turn that off. <laughs> two grown men falling into a crying room. It's like uh, two broke girls. Two, yeah, yeah. But it's two right. grown men crying <laughs> in the microphone. That is the modern reboot. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> two broke girls. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, yeah. Uh, so there is, there exists a form of Mitchell Rogers still on television, but I, I don't know. I don't know how accurate. Like, I think that Rogers's widow has like something to do with the production of that, but I, I don't know how accurate it is to like what Rogers was actually doing. You know. Yeah. But anyway, um, let's start off with how this movie starts off. Got it. Which is start off from the beginning. It's literally just the beginning of the Mister Rogers show. They just recreate it, mm. and I don't know how they do this because there's definitely footage later on of tom hanks playing mr rogers right. into like famous parts that i remember seeing in like footage like on the arsenio Ar- hall show yeah, yeah their arsenio hall show is a big one like yeah. he they straight up put him in there and like i don't know if they got like a think, stand-in or for... do, you, do you think they did like a like a forrest gump thing where they edited him into the original footage maybe that might have been it yeah that could have been that. a possibility i don't know but it looked really good yeah, and yeah. like yeah, I well, fighted... we came a long way since uh forrest gump yeah, that's true <laughs> thank god um so then yeah so it's the beginning of that and He's like, hey, I got to, you know, does the whole intro, the whole song, mm-hmm. sits down. By this point, I'm already like, fuck, man. You're already crying? Fuck, this is like, it's one of those things where I, I haven't seen the documentary, so I haven't had this like, hey, let's revisit this thing from your childhood yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it definitely was like, oh, all right. You just realized this? like how important it was to yeah. your childhood too. Yeah, it was very similar to like, um, uh, spoilers for The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> 
Watch out, guys. Watch out. Here it comes. We're going to compare a Mr. Rogers to The Last, to the last Jedi. Jedi but... but no, but I mean, it was is when the, that last scene when Luke is Luke dies. Right. Spo- yeah. As I said, spoiler. So sorry. <laughs> fucking Where he looks into attention. the twin suns. And yeah. He, like, like that part killed me. Yeah. That part yeah. killed me because it was one of those things where I realized that I had all this nostalgia built up for like Luke's, you know, Luke Skywalker, his whole story yeah. and everything, because that was something that was part of my childhood so heavily. And I didn't realize like how important coming, it was. Yeah. And coming to an end, like that was, I always thought that was my favorite scene in A New Hope with him looking out in the suns. Yeah. I also was like, oh, that's a fun, that's a nice scene. That's one of my favorite scenes from that movie. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, sets the whole tone of like a whole world of adventure. Now he's come to his end and he fucking dies yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. really killed me. So um, that's what the opening of this movie did. Yeah. Mr. No. Rogers walking in. <laughs> and I'm like, said. fuck. He does it so well. He does it so well. Oh, God. So anyway, <laughs> so he brings up a little board and it, like pulls open the board and is like, we're going to teach all these people. And here's here's the mailman guy. I don't remember his name, but I don't know if they got, <laughs> that guy looks exactly like the mailman guy I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it is, but probably mm-hmm. can't be, right? Like, I like, mean, the guy's still around, I think. Is he? Yeah. Uh, anyway, they pull, bought him up and it's like, here's the king, fucking king man, mm-hmm. the 13th or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Is yeah. that really his name? I believe it is pretty cute uh, <laughs> he pulls that out yeah king friday that's yeah. his name and then he pulls out the last one and it's like this is my friend uh lloyd vogel yeah and he has like a thing in the same he's like he's got an issue where he's having trouble forgiving someone mm-hmm. and have you ever had something like that happen to you let's go meet him and like and the photo they pick is him just like it looks miserable. way out of frame like it's way out there. And also, it's yeah. very meta at yeah, this point now because definitely. it's like, oh, he's talking to us like he is in his TV show, which is a very interesting way of doing it. Yeah. It, the whole movie is framed that way, too, because the very end is him showing the picture that this is the same boy. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's like, well, that was him. And then he opens up another door showing another picture of, of uh, what's his name? Focal? Uh, Jade Vol- uh, Lloyd Vogel. Lloyd. Yeah. It's another picture of Lloyd, but him happy with his family. And uh-huh. it's just like, oh. Uh- I wanted to. Uh, I, I did cry. I wanted to cry. No, I did. I did. Cry. <laughs> I cried so hard. That's. A, yeah. Also, this is crazy because even this part's based on a true story, right? Yes. Like yeah. Lloyd all of Vogel. this was real. Yeah. Yeah. Lloyd Vogel's a real man. They yeah. wrote a real article about him yeah. for Esquire. I think. I don't know how much of this part's true. I haven't read the article. I wish I did. I really yeah. wish. That was the one thing I regret. I was like, I should have read that before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to really just catch up on like what's real and what's not. But yeah. unfortunately. Audience, we don't have I'm time. failing you. So <laughs> we gotta get this podcast out as soon as we can. That's right. So then, um, yeah. So it pans from his neighborhood and goes to like a New York style neighborhood, all built in the same. Oh yeah, the Guinnesses have little things in them. It's fine. Oh okay. I was like, it's... what the fuck broke in that Guinness bottle? <laughs> no, they have like little. I don't know. They're for the air, the carbonation or something. Oh, they have their own okay. Guinness are weird like that. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I thought like somebody put like a fucking like piece of metal in the bottle. <laughs> I'm know. like, oh shit, am I getting a ton away from Guinness? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have anyway. a tennis shot updated. All right. Um, <laughs> so we're cutting the National Magazine Awards in 1998. Mm. Or 1989. 1989, 1998. I'm going to look Shit. this up. It might be 1998. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought it was in the 80s. Was so maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to look this up. Anyway, um, so he's basically like, oh, you know, it's so great being a future writer and getting an award for this. I... Uh, you know, I hope we can change the broken world with our words, blah, 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 blah. 1998 article. 1998, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this was in our, our lifetime. Now, this was in our lifetime. I thought yeah. it was way earlier than that. Anyway, yeah. um, so he gets an award, clearly establishing he's an established writer. Everyone likes him, or at least he's at least a good writer. Mm. Um, then it goes to the national, um, sorry, he goes to his sister's wedding. 
And his wife says his father's coming, and this is clearly something that he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, he's not a big fan. Even though he just had a baby, he's like, well, can we use the baby as an excuse? And she's like, no, you got to go anyway. And she's like, he's like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, go- I'm going to see my sister get married for the third time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So then um, she comes by. They do go to the wedding. Father makes a toast. He's, uh, he's uh, incredibly drunk. Mm. And um, instead of a toast, he just starts singing a song. And it's one of those things where a little character detail goes a long way where he asks what the groom's name is oh. beforehand. And I'm like, that's pretty good. That's just how little he give, like how much he, how little he's in everyone's lives. Mm. Um, these two kids. And then um, he goes back and after the whole song thing, he has a little conversation with Lloyd. And it's a very awkward conversation. Um, he's just obviously drunk, and he's like, what are you drinking there? And Lloyd's like, oh, I'm drinking Coca-Cola. And he's like, that stuff will kill you. <laughs> I'm like, you're drinking whiskey, but okay. Um, he doesn't drink ever almost the whole movie. I think he, I think he's learned from his father that he doesn't want to That's probably, yeah. Drink he alcohol. probably sees an alcoholic yeah. father, and you're like, I'm probably good. Now, I, I looked it up. This, the guy who wrote the article is not named Lloyd. So oh, I think okay. this is all a fake story. Okay, so the Esquire <laughs> thing did happen, but it wasn't like right. they didn't use his actual. Okay, yeah, hmm, interesting. Which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It makes it a little less, fi- a little more fictional though, but it doesn't really matter. But it's more about it is more about like how Rogers responds to people in need. You that's know? true. Yeah. That's true. And it wasn't like a complete. It's based off a true story still. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, so then his father's like, anyway. Uh, nice to meet you, wife and baby. Anyway, doll, can you leave us alone? And that's the first time we're like, oh, he's kind of a shithead. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's not just someone who's just like having a good time. He's like, no. He's... No, his dad's a jerk. Um, So his dad's like, hey, aren't you a little too old for kids? Well, he's like, good thing you waited a while because anyway, your mom, mom and I, like we didn't wait. And, you know, you saw how that ended up. And he's just like, you don't you dare speak about my mom. Then he like punches her, punch or like almost punches him. <laughs> punches and, her. No, punches him. Yeah. And then he's like, you don't know the whole story. And then he obviously causes a whole scene. Mm-hmm. And does, and of course, um, Lloyd doesn't take responsibility for any of this. He's like, he started it. You know, mm-hmm. he, he made me mad and all this stuff. Right. Clearly, someone can't deal with their emotions. That's exactly right. He needs to talk to Mister Rogers. <clears throat> yeah. And then Mister Rogers, it goes back to him. And he's like, well. Have you ever felt that way <laughs> where like, you know, you, I can't remember what the exact thing he said. Whatever. He said, have you ever felt that a similar way? Like we've all been in like situations, maybe not like that, but similar to it where, where you yeah. just get so mad. You just want to, you want to hurt someone. Well, anyway, oh, our neighbor's here with the mail. So the mailman <laughs> comes, he's like, Hey, you want to see a, 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 what was picture, picture in picture? Yeah. Is that the name of the like video? He's like, I'm, we're going to watch on the picture in picture. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. I'm getting that wrong. But anyway um so where he like, like takes the thing and he gets it in a tape thing. yeah and yeah. it's like a van gogh painting oh that like changes and van they like it, they uh it looks like that anyway mm. uh, it looks like starry night or something like that oh, okay okay anyway he's like well we have a tape here it's called um how to make a magazine it's about <laughs> how to make a magazine <laughs> it's like very corny right but like how but the like how show was show us. Yeah. so he's like okay let's put it in so they put it in mm-hmm. and they watch how the magazine's made and then it cuts while in the middle of the magazine, they're like, here's all the people who write it. He's like, wow, that's really interesting. Oh, oh there, look, there's Lloyd. And then it goes to Lloyd and it just continues his story from there. Right. It's just a really, I don't know, it was a really creative way of like actually it's, making you feel like you're kind of watching a Mr. Rogers episode at the same time. This could have easily been a very straightforward biopic. Yeah. It wasn't. 100%. Yeah. It was done in a much more clever way that also matches the style of the subject the movie's about. Yes. Which is all you need from a biopic. 100%. You don't need it to feel like like a what like a dewey cox no you know? yeah it shouldn't no. be it it's, it definitely feels more 
authentic. Yeah, and definitely. Th- in a lot of ways, I think it works and is very effective. I agree. Um, Clearly, we both cry like babies. <laughs> Success! <laughs> they put it on the cover like you're going to cry like a bitch. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Yep. <laughs> sure am. <laughs> anyway, so then... Um, da, 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 getting the assigned Mr. Raw. Okay, so then... Um, goes into the office Lloyd does into his boss's office and she assigns him they're doing a list of like top heroes for um, Esquire magazine mm. like American heroes or whatever right and she's like you need to do this person he's like well I don't do feature stories I'm an investigative journalist oh he's, she's like well here's the thing as everyone's pitching in for this feature you need to pitch in he's like why well, do I get Mr. Rogers she's like well he's the only one who's willing to talk to you because apparently you've got like a bad reputation of, oh. of they enjoy talking to you but then when they see you publish. You publish. It's yeah. less of a story. You're kind of a dick. Like you, you know, ruins people's reputation and stuff like that. Mm. You're really critical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so he's like, okay, fine, whatever. I hate doing this. You know, this, <laughs> this is below me. Basically, she's trying to tell him like, chill out. Like you need to like take a step back. You just won an award. You had a giant head. Mm-hmm. Why don't you actually like? Now, actually, you haven't mentioned the actor playing this character. Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't. Who he's is he? From the Americans. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd recognize him. Oh, yes, I do recognize him. He always, he's got that sad puppy face yeah. where he looks depressed as hell all the time. He's so good in this movie. He's very good. Oh, my God. Oh, everyone's so good. He's very good in this movie. I don't really have anything else to say except that he really plays a disheveled journalist very well. And it's just, <laughs> like, oh, man, I know a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can relate to this man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So then um, he has a bunch of kids over at his house and... This is the most realistic journalistic part is he called Fred Rogers earlier for an interview, but now he's home finally mm-hmm. and he gets a phone call while all these kids are over and Fred Rogers is like, hi, um, you want to have a little interview? And he's like, well, can I schedule later? He's like, well, I called because you have me now. You want to <laughs> just do it now? And I'm like, this is very realistic to interviewing anyone because they're, they're like, oh, cool. There's so many times... I'm like indisposed doing something and they were like, all right, time they to call you up. back. And yep. you're like, damn it. All right, well. I guess I have to do guess it. guess I'll stop pooping. <laughs> I guess I'll go do this thing now. <laughs> I'll stop pooping. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think Has anybody I'm, ever called you on the, the... I think once, yeah. Wow. It was very weird. Did, Did you have to do a well shitting? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they could hear it on the no, other end? No, because I was, I was just there. I just couldn't do anything. I was yeah. just stuck. Yeah. So, I mean, the business has been done. No, I'm just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Anyway. Turd half in, half out of you. No, it was, that was completed. We are just sitting there. This is gross. This is gross. <laughs> we don't want to talk about shitting. Yeah, Fred Mr. Rogers, Rogers is going to be very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking down at He's us. He's looking at us and pissed as hell. <laughs> it's like, I actually do have anger problems, <laughs> which we'll get into later. Um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, so, yeah, anyway, the, there was a very interesting thing where he goes to the side and sees his father down there still working mm-hmm. or still, like, waiting for him outside. Oh, I did mention he confronted – his father tried to confront him to apologize earlier, mm-hmm. but he shut him out and he was still waiting the whole day right while he was doing his own thing and so fred rogers says you know the most important to me to me right now is talking to you he's just like very sincere about like er- giving everyone his full attention which yeah. is so much energy i know uh, <laughs> honestly i'm like i i appreciate it but man i, I, I must have so much energy to like do that or patience like Oh, no, definitely. Uh, Fred Rogers was incredibly he, he, patient. He had to get energy off of doing that sort of stuff. because oh, definitely. Because he looks tiring. Yeah, honestly. Which I can really appreciate, but... Um, <laughs> You're uh, pretty good at that. Uh, Yeah, that's true, but I will go quiet after a while. Maybe that's yeah. that's his thing. He was that's quiet thing. for a while. That's his thing. He's quiet, yeah. Maybe I should do you that are often. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to my neighborhood. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mr. Rogers wouldn't say that. No, he would. No. Do you know Mr. Rogers saw um, Eddie Murphy's like Mr. Rogers like parody on SNL and like loved it? Really? And was like and met up with Eddie Murphy and and like later on Mr. Rogers talked about it and he's like Eddie Murphy he's a good guy I like him he's funny. And it's just like what a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> take it as right, you know. <laughs> ah, it's so good. All right. Uh, so anyway. Um, He's talking to his wife about this, and he's just like, "Man, I gotta sign this shitty job." And he's like, "Mr. Rogers," she's like, "I love Mr. Rogers." Yeah, and she's like, "Please don't ruin my childhood." Yeah, yeah, she says that, and he's like, and she also says, "Like, at least it's someone good." And he's like, "Well, we'll see." Yeah, and I'm like, "Man, that's a journalist-ass thing to say." <laughs> um, I feel like that's a pretty real thing, though. Like, I feel like a lot of is. people. You know, you see these people in the limelight and they seem like nice people and you're always just like, I bet they're hiding something. And there's so many people who are. Yeah, definitely. Well, huh. yeah, that's why you think that. Uh, so the, so he finally flies down to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and goes to the studio Yeah, and walks in and sees the filming process. Mm-hmm. And the PA, I don't know who she is, but she seems to be running the actual production side of things. PA, that's not the right word. That's production assistant. She's leader. The director? Of, the director, probably, I assume. Yeah. Directing the whole thing. She's like, well, we're 73 minutes behind because of this Make-A-Wish kid is here. Mm. And he's just this kid who's hocked up to an oxygen tank, just, you know, hitting some stuff with a sword. Just <laughs> doing whatever. Mr. Rogers is standing there like, wow, that's a big sword. That's You're really strong there. And then, he, <laughs> then just there, everyone's just sitting there patiently waiting because what yeah. are you going to do? Be like, well. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Get the fuck out yeah. of here, kid. <laughs> um so yeah, so he's like, "Well, how often does this happen?" He's like, "Every damn day, there's some kid in here." <laughs> Not Mr. Rogers, but the producer. No, I know. Like, it seems like everyone respects it. Yeah. In the in the um the directors and all the behind the scenes people respect him. Right. But they're also just like, man, he just is this can get in the way of production. Yeah, he kind of seems like one of those eccentric CEOs. Oh yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing, but like not a dick. I, this is why I recommend watching. I believe it's called "Won't You Be My Neighbor," the documentary yeah. where because they interview a lot of the behind the scenes people that worked with Rogers like on set, and it's so cool because so many of them like some of them are like tattooed up, like some of them are just like really crass, like cursing kind of people, but. They all worked with and respected him. So it's yeah. just like, you know, Rogers... Well, also, he it, allowed them to work with him, too. Exactly. Right. Rogers loved everyone if you were... He never judged people based on the way they looked or the way that they spoke. He only judged them by their actions, you know? Yeah. And it's just... Oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So they did that and finally started... They about ready to shoot. And then he's, like, trying to put this tent... He's got this tent here. He's looking at it. And he's like, all right... So they start the filming. And he goes, "You know what this is?" He looks at Floyd. And says, "It's Floyd." And I was like, "Is this like a meta thing?" He's like, "What's you mean going Lloyd? on?" Lloyd, whatever. <laughs> Floyd, Lloyd. Sorry, it's all right. Um, so it's Lloyd, like, it's like a meta thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Oh no, he just saw him and was just like, hey, it's good to see you.'" And he stops the filming again. <laughs> and that tent thing really happened. Oh yeah, where he was trying to set the tent up, but he couldn't. Actually yeah, so they do the thing where he's trying to set the tent up for like five minutes. Yeah, and he couldn't do he it. He can't do it, and, he, and they're he, like, "Do you want to reshoot?" And he's like, "Nah, just I keep like it that. this all." Yeah. And so during the interview, um, Lloyd asks, "Like, why is it important to you know? Why did you not retake that shot?" And he's like, "I think it's important that adults, even adults, some things don't go to plan all yeah. the time." Yeah. Which is like, oh shit, uh, that's yeah. real. That's, that's real. Ver- that is that's real. real, and it's not something you usually see. No, like, because in movies and television. as a kid, you always think. Adults have everything adults figured have out. Their, yeah, adults are better than me. They everything's figured out. They're yep. all like put together, and it's like no, no, nah, that's not true at all. No, they're, they're just grown up versions of kids. Yeah, which yeah. is scary. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he starts talking about them. He's like, "Do you think you're, you know, 
like you know what's it like being a famous person he's like i don't think i'm really famous mm. i don't think it's like fame is a could be a bad thing but i try to use it to do good things mm-hmm. um you know i try to teach kids how to deal with their emotions mm-hmm. and he's like are you a hero and he's like i don't think i'm a hero like it's a very rudimentary interview it's very much like hitting these bullet points because it's only supposed to be like 400 words long yeah not anything crazy like that's pretty some, something easy i'm surprised they fly him out there to do like a 400 <laughs> word essay like a yeah they could have just done this on their phone yeah seriously yeah uh, i guess he needed to see it but um yeah so then he's like so what happened to your face he's like oh this is an interview with you mr rogers he's like because he has the big scar on oh because he got punched he got punched yeah um he's like did you get in a fight with and he's like i didn't get in a fight i got like a softball injury he's been mentioned that the whole time he's been lying but now he's like no you you didn't get that from a softball injury you got it mm-hmm. somewhere else and uh yeah and he's like well i was fighting with this guy i remember his name he, he calls his dad like jared or, or yeah jerry, his first jerry. name yeah jerry that's it. he does that in my half too yeah. yeah um he doesn't call him his father he's like who's jerry he's like well let's talk about you <laughs> So then um, he has to go back to work because he only got 20 minutes. He's like, I should have had a hat. I needed an hour to talk to him. I thought I had an hour. He's like, no, only 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. goes back. Um, then you see the scene where they're shooting um, was it Imaginary Land. I can't remember what it is. Uh, make-believe. Make-believe. The, the land of make-believe. The land of make-believe. I, I, I remember this. I didn't even like my I notes know. for that Congrats shit. Congrats for that. <laughs> my memory is too bad for that. <laughs> I think that's also the problem. <laughs> that's also the thing with watching the show or this yeah. movie yeah. is it's just like, Patching in these blurry memories there that are, are these always there. That have yeah, been and I'm just forever. like, oh, and they're all popping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those memories. Daniel Tiger. Oh my God, he's wearing the watch. I didn't know Daniel Tiger was played by Fred Rogers. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck, that killed me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you see him. Because you see like this lady singing and having a good yeah, time. Yeah. And then you see like because. Uh, Lloyd is behind him, right. like watching the whole production. Yeah, and he goes right behind to just where the camera can see Fred doing the entire thing while also puppeteering. Yeah, the yeah, the whole thing and doing this like little kid voice, you know, being a we're like a scared kid. Basically. Yeah, being like yeah. a scared kid about feeling like really, and the whole message is about him being really upset mm-hmm. and how he needs to do with his anger a little bit better, which is you know, it's, a it's topical. Yeah, very. Um, yeah, and I was just like, it was just, it was such a good showing of acting because literally it's just tom hanks like it's close up of him yeah just saying and singing like looking at the ground right 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 because he's obviously doing the whole all putting all of his he's, energy into the puppet right he's looking at the performance of the puppet but you're looking at, i don't think he's even looking oh at the no he's of the just puppet. i think he's just looking at the ground he's just winging it oh my like God. he's just he is and that was the other thing is um at the very beginning of the scene i don't remember the lady uh where the lady is i think she is from the actual show i think it is yeah um but she says like are you ready daniel and he's she's he's like yeah i'm ready <laughs> and hey lloyd's like did he just talk talk to the puppet it's like <laughs> listen fred rogers is daniel and daniel's fred rogers okay yeah that's you get, he's just how he is right now so you're gonna have to address him in that he's in the mode he's like damn fred rogers method act <laughs> Daniel Day He's Lewis, like Daniel Fred Day- Rogers, same person. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he. <laughs> at least it isn't Jared Leto the Joker. Oh god, <laughs> just fucking like Daniel Tiger sending like condoms and dildos <laughs> to the to the people of Land of Make Believe. Fucking <laughs> King Friday opens up a box. Whoa, what is this? It's a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, Daniel. Thanks. Uh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Rogers. I feel bad. We make fun of so much stuff, but I feel bad this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then um 
Uh, let's see. So they have, uh, they show, so now he goes back home. He doesn't have much time. He just starts watching all these interviews with him on Oprah. Mm-hmm. Um, Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall, all that. Like seeing, like just watching, just consuming so much of it and just trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he doesn't really believe it's real. Right. He thinks it's all a facade. Yeah. yeah. And he says that, I think to his wife. And he's just like, she's like, what? <laughs> oh no she says it to her editor and he's like i gotta get more information with him and he's she's like it's mr rogers don't do that <laughs> let him do it it's just a guy with the kids show he's not he's not he's not, he's anybody. not a politician or anything yeah, like he's yeah. not making decisions that really affect anyone he's doing a good thing and it's like do we really need to examine that yeah 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 anyway so he insists on it mm-hmm. um and he looks outside to his dad's solar his dad's of course gone because it's been like a long time at the pittsburgh <laughs> <laughs> he won't be waiting outside yeah so he watches this. This is the only part that was kind of cheesy for me. Uh, he watches, there are some cheesy moments. There are some parts where it gets a little bit. A little heavy handed. Yeah, where he's watching a bunch of intercut footage of Mr. Rogers and then like associating it with his own life a little mm, bit. Yeah. And I'm just like, eh, I didn't need to see that. Like it's, it's short enough where I can just kind of look past it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's per- that's my, like in one part in my half, they have a bit where they're, they play like this really fucking cheesy song over like a mo- like a montage of like Mr. Rogers like swimming and then him going to visit his dad and I'm just like, oh, I don't need this. Yeah, like, the mon- this is a little bit too. The montage is like, they're, they're kind of whatever. They're a little They're cheesy. probably the weakest part of the movie. I agree. Um, so then he, Mr. Rogers, this is, this is great. Um, because he calls them up in the middle of, I think, probably early because he doesn't realize how early it is. Mm. Wakes them up. His wife answers. Uh, Mr. Rogers is like, hey, oh, you must be his wife's name. I forgot. <laughs> yet, Mr. Rogers remembers, and she's very impressed by that because he, he's Aww. talked about, uh, he talked he asked her, uh, Lloyd about his wife while they were interviewing earlier. Right. So he remembered mm-hmm. and it's just like that's very sweet like he remember that i don't even remember her name she's <laughs> bad it's like oh well it's so nice of you to like she's like oh here's here's lloyd and he's like wait 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 it's so nice that you were able to let lloyd come down and hang out with us i know you just had a baby and that must be a lot of work but i really appreciate you giving your time and i'm just like fuck <laughs> it's so much like a little extra effort yeah you know? and exactly. it goes a long way it really does and it really does uh. um but anyway uh he's like uh, why don't I'm in New York? I'm gonna be shooting some stuff. Do you want to come hang out and like we could talk a little bit more, maybe? And you're still working on an article or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I'll come hang out. So they go to like a, uh, I don't know, it's like a little mini concert. I don't know who it is. I should probably, but I don't. A mini concert. It's just a little concert with some str- uh, some people on like uh, classical string instruments. Okay, okay. okay. Um, and he's talking to all of them. And Lloyd's in the back talking to, I guess, the show manager. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a large, bald dude. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Have you, seen him. you haven't seen him? Okay. No, no. Anyway, he was talking to him. And he's like, well, I thought I'd be able to talk to him a little bit. And he's like, well, Mr. Rogers wants you here. He really likes you. He really likes people like you. Mm. It's like, people like me. What do you mean? He's like, well, he, he likes everyone, but... He, you know, people like you. He's read all your stuff, and he knows that your kind of view of the world is like you don't really believe in humanity or anything. Like mm-hmm. you're, you kind of lost all hope for everyone. You're a very cynical person. He's just like, I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, this just doesn't care about humanity that much anymore. So, um, plays some symphony stuff. And he goes, they leave, and he talks to Mrs. Rogers for a bit, and. She's, he's like, what are you, what are you, what's it like dating a saint? He's like, don't don't call him a saint. Don't elevate him to that. He's still a human. He has a temper, but mm-hmm. he chooses how to use it. He like channels it into swimming, reading scripture to contain his anger, like to actually like work through that stuff instead yeah. of like in a healthy way. Instead Which is of, so fucking cool. Yeah. That, like that's, 
it's not even a thing of like he is like perfect. He isn't. No. But he he deals with his imperfection in yeah. a way that's constructive. I almost wonder if he like realized that and was like, hey, I should try to pass this on to kids. Because yeah. something that isn't really teaching in school. No. Even most adults can't grapple with it. So no. it's like, hey, I figured out how to make myself like my emotions like and contain them. I need to pass on this yeah. information. It's very important. It is. Um, so of course he's like, okay, well let's go, let's go take a walk. I have a little place in New York here. We'll we'll stay there and we can have a nice little little talk and a little interview. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. So of course he takes the subway because he's like, do you always take the subway? He's like, ah, it's just easier. It's like three stops away, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, there's so many rich people who just don't take subways. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Um, this is the infamous scene from the trailer. This where is the infamous scene the where the kids see him and seeing Mr. Rogers. Yeah. To him. The- well, which I was like. This movie makes me believe it could have happened. I believe it happened. I believe it because at this point he's very famous. Like this yeah. is ninety eight. Like, yeah, this, this is when he was coming back onto television. Yeah, this yeah. is when he's coming back on television. Obviously, I was watching it. Yeah, exactly. And if I saw Mr. Rod, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm sing, gonna sing to that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. have fun. Like I, I would be nervous, but it was very sweet how they did it. Mm-hmm. But first, he brings up like, hey, Mr. Rogers, you, you tackle some dark subjects, and like, like war, racism, all that stuff. How you do it? He just ignores the question and is just like, well. You know the most beautiful word in sign languages? And he does like a little sign. He's like, oh, that means friend. One of my friends oh, taught me that. this thing? Yep. Where it's like, it basically it's two hooked fingers like pressed against each other. Uh-huh. Yes. He, that, they did that later in the movie. I didn't know what they were talking oh, about. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ugh, good. That's one part that probably wouldn't hit you. Is, probably would have hit you a little bit harder. Oof. anyway um so then some sub some subway kids get in they sing to him but it's very cute because they look like they're very nervous like is anyone gonna like this it's just two kids but then the whole then everyone everyone sings along because everyone recognizes it's funny because i saw that bit in the trailer and i'm like this reminds me of that scene in darkest hour but it doesn't feel like shit yes (laughs) it doesn't i was thinking the exact same thing i'm like did this happen i bet it happened i bet this definitely happened because it seemed like every single person Earlier, which trying to shake his hand after they got out of that concert, mm-hmm. and um, Mrs. Rogers was like, "Check out this move! It's the shake and pass." And someone grabbed his hand and shook on, hold onto it for too long. And he's like, "Okay," and he sh- then someone, uh, the bald guy, took it instead and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this handshake instead because we got to get him through." Like everyone loves him. Yeah, he's very generous, but yeah. everyone else is like, "We got places to be." The bald know? guy's cool. Yeah, I like him. He's interesting. Did you ever, you ever see? Um, you saw a Galaxy Quest, right? Yeah. That's the guy from Galaxy Quest. Which he's guy? the alien. The oh my Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's the bad dude who's like he's like laughs awkwardly and he doesn't yeah. believe in lies. That's him. Hmm. <laughs> Much different role, I would say. <laughs> Very different. He's also in Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. But you never saw that. Is he the dad? He is the dad. Oh. <laughs> uh so then uh yeah, so then today goes they go home, they go to his apartment. It's very modestly decorated. Mm. Um Mr. Rogers's? Yeah, Mr. Rogers' yeah, house. Okay. A little apartment or whatever in mm. New York. They go um, to his neighborhood? They go to his New York neighborhood. Mm. Um, uh, da, 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 da. He says, like, uh, so you deal with a lot of, like, painful subjects. He's like, well, there's no normal life when you deal with, like, there's no, no one has a normal life where you don't deal with pain. Everyone deals with pain. doesn't matter if you're rich, whatever. Like, mm. everyone has pain at some point. And there's a lot of ways you can deal with, pa- with pain. Something I like to do is work with clay where I go swimming. That's usually what I do. I just swim to, you know, deal with that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. get my mind with it. And uh, he's like, would you want to meet my puppets? He's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, check out my puppets. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And he opens the, opens the container. And he, and the first thing Lloyd says is like, oh, they're, they're a little old. They're like kind of old puppets, aren't they? Like everything about replacing them. 
He was like, no, I'll never replace them. They're, it's like an old, you ever had like an old toy as a kid? And he's like, no, I don't think so. He's like, come on, everyone had an old toy as a kid. He's like, okay, well, I had a rabbit. He's like, rabbit, what was rabbit's name? He's like, rabbit's name, didn't really have a name. Then the silence happened. He's like, uh, I think it was called Old Rabbit. Yeah. Old Rabbit. He's like, oh. That's interesting. Old, old Rabbit comes into play. Oh, yeah, I'm movie. sure it does. And old, he's like, oh, old rabbit. Okay, well, I want you to meet Daniel. Oh, and um, he's like, whatever happened to old rabbit? Why is it so important? He's like, well, my mom gave him to me. Aww. He's like, well, I'm sure she loves you very much. He's like, well, she loved me. She was a great person, but she died very young. So that was one of the things. He's like, oh, man. Well, now Ethan has to get up out of this theater and not look like he's crying <laughs> the whole time. So there you go. What was your toy, your childhood toy? Uh, I honestly had like a group of bath toys I really liked. Oh yeah, which were do you just remember? Ma- like which were just McDonald's toys. Ooh, like one specifically that meant a lot to you. Well, the ones that I do remember, I still. Hmm, it was this castle. Mm. It was a like oh god, I don't remember the type of castle it is, but I don't even remember the brand. But it was like a very plastic castle. It had like plastic cannonballs that you could shoot out of it. Oh, that's cool. And like a bunch of little like nightmans. And you'd play in the tub. Uh, no, okay. This is out of the tub. I'm trying to okay. tub ones. I don't remember any of the tub ones. Okay, I just remember okay. like having so you a just whole had bunch. This castle one. Yeah, the castle one I do remember. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I w- would just shoot the balls at like dudes and the follow over. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have like a like a like a lot of people who sleep with like a comfort bunny or whatever. I don't have any. I didn't, I didn't have that either. Yeah. I was just like, I like toys. Yeah. I had a car, a little plastic car, I used to play with. Oh really? And I would like, I would like make movies with it and like like have it come at me and then yeah. around. Yeah, I was wondering was if Legos kind of like took over that a little bit where it's like you don't have one thing you can make stuff now. That's true actually. I'm like, well, I, like I was a big better. Lego kid. Yeah so. I liked Lego yeah, a lot too but that's true. so it wasn't like one favorite thing it's like yeah. the idea of Legos yeah. was my favorite thing I guess. That's true. Um, I, I bet there's some other kind of I had two cars actually I had like a white one and then I had a green one and there were two very different like one was like a Jeep and the other one was like a little plastic white one and I'd play with that for hours like I didn't eat shit I didn't even eat television I just played <laughs> with these two cars for Hours. imaginations are a powerful thing oh yeah if you're a kid and you haven't been jaded yet and you are poor <laughs> <laughs> that too uh it was actually kind of funny because i remember my dad was trying one time he was like trying to talk to me about like toys and imagination or whatever he goes he said like when he was a kid he had a tire like he had a little plastic tire he would play with and so it was like a weird thing like one upmanship where it's like I had a little plastic car. He only had a fucking tire to play with. <laughs> like like farther and farther. Your kid back. will have a road in a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I came in and uh, what is it? Oh, so he's interviewing Mr. Rogers and he finally starts to question Mr. Rogers about his own life and like any sort of hardships he's had. He's like, you know, I think he says something like it must not have been easy for your kids to be the children of Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers actually starts saying like, you know, my oldest never told anybody who I was. Mm. And then he says that my youngest really tested me, but in the end we all like love each other and we made it out. Okay. Mm. And then this clearly like hurt Mr. Rogers to hear him say this. But then he also says, thank you for telling me this. I've never really thought of it that way. Like, you know, it really Mm. means a lot that you said that like, even though, Clearly, he said something that offended him. He also was able to see through it and see, like, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, like, like reflect on the statement of, like, why it offended him. Why, or, like, why was it that, like, my kids didn't talk about me or tried to rebel? Like, clearly, it's because having a father like me can be a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. So, then, anyway, um, Lloyd 
did Lloyd work out his disagreement with his father? Lloyd storms out because that's what happens, right? So he says that to Mr. Rogers and Mr. Rogers counters asking if he worked out the disagreement. Lloyd storms out. Lloyd is rude <laughs> to his fair. father and his father's girlfriend named Dorothy. I guess his sure. father has a girlfriend. That's new to me. Yeah. And then uh, it was his father is like trying to introduce Dorothy to Lloyd and Lloyd doesn't say anything. And his dad, and so his dad starts acting really upset. You know, he's like, you know, this was incredibly rude. I'm sorry about what happened at the wedding, but this was a really rude thing for you to do to Dorothy. Blah 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 blah. And then finally, it's revealed why he's so upset about his dad. Okay. Why he's so angry at his dad. So, and this was like, this was the first thing I learned about the dad. And I'm like, fuck that guy. So <laughs> fair. Um, what happened was, is while his mom was dying, his dad was never there for his mother. He was too busy sleeping around with other women at the uh, same time. And and then the dad is like, I know. And that that destroyed me knowing that. And it, I, I've come a long way. And Dorothy really helped me deal with that. And then Lloyd is still very upset. And he's like, you know, when you weren't there, it was just me and my sister and mom. And when she went, people say that you when you die, you die peacefully. Mom screamed. She Ugh. screamed. And then... She screamed so much she passed out, and then the doctors revived her, and then she screamed more, and she God. died. And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> Holy <fuck>. oh boy, <laughs> that's no good!" Holy <laughs> shit! Like that is oh god! Like it isn't like it's like ev- it's like very justified, but also very realistic. On, that's what killed. Like that's what cut me the deepest. Which is like this is like a real reason to not love somebody. Yeah, you know, and then. But it's also hurtful because you see the father and you do see that it's it did destroy him. And it's yeah. like, oh, wow, that's so sad for you. But it is just like a thing of like your father's clearly dealt with it. And probably has felt guilty for felt a long for time. years, you yeah. know. But then understandably, too, Lloyd has every reason to be upset with him, yeah. you know. Like this is a real grounded reason. You know, it's, I don't know. So, so uh, go ahead. No, uh, no, what are we going to say? No, gonna no, say? no, I'll, I'll bring it up at the end. Uh, so... There's this, I, I wrote down, cool-ass music as dad collapses, because <laughs> all of this is too much for the father, uh-huh. and so he collapses, and Lloyd just sort of stands there and looks at his dad collapsed on the ground, like, I think having a seizure, and then he's brought to the hospital. His dad's dying now. I think because of the fact, like, I, and this is sort of, like, something they hint at is the idea that he drank a lot, um, definitely yeah. early on, but obviously yeah. he still does it, and I think, like, that... Um, what is it? That is, uh, it's also him dealing with the fact that like he was really shitty to his wife. So I think that also like uh, made him tr- his drinking worse. So now that's coming back in and he's basically dying from drinking so much. And Lloyd is there at the hospital. And as we now know, Lloyd does not like hospitals because that's basically where he saw his mom. That's fair. Die screaming. I get that. And so Lloyd is just upset and his wife and his child are there, you know, Lloyd is a little baby. And yeah. so Lloyd's uh, wife is like, you know, your dad's in there. You know, we, we we're going to stay the night. And Lloyd's like, I don't like hospitals. I'm going to get out of here. I got to go to work. I got to go to Pittsburgh. And his wife's like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you, you can't go to work right now. Your dad is dying. And he goes, no, I don't want to be here. You know? And then mm. they have this really real Running arg- away from his emotions. Huh? And, yeah. yeah. And they have this really real argument where he's like, can't you just be on my side? Like, you know how much he's like, I'm not going to drop how I feel about him just because he's dying right now. You know, like I, I, I'm, and also like nothing's changed. Like he's still a bad, he's still a bad person to me. And so then he, 
storms out and then he starts thinking he sees mr rogers everywhere like he sees mr rogers get on he also sees like a little like daniel tiger on a, in a person's backpack mm-hmm. and then he like gets on a bus and he sees mr rogers get on a bus like he starts following him or whatever and then he walks into the studio in pittsburgh and he walks in and then all the crew start pushing Lloyd onto the set. And they're like, you're in this episode, Lloyd. And Lloyd's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And so then they push him through the door. And he's on an episode of Mr. Rogers. Hmm. And he's all like, like he's just like so miserable looking. He's got like big bags under his eyes. He's like really poorly disheveled. And Mr. Rogers, and this is clearly a dream. This obviously didn't. This is yeah, obviously yeah. in his head. But Mr. Rogers is like, today we're going to talk about hospitals. And... Uh, he's like, what do you feel about when you go to a hospital like Lloyd? And Lloyd starts like freaking out. And he's like, he doesn't know what to do. He passes out and then he wakes up. And Lloyd is in the land of make-believe and he has rabbit ears. He's old rabbit. And everyone's talking to him like he's old rabbit. Okay. And he's like this tiny version of Lloyd is with this, just is rabbit this, ears. Does this work or is it kind of weird? I think it works. Okay. Very much so. Because, I don't know, like, uh, as a kid growing up with Rogers, I always wondered what it'd be like to be in the land of make-believe. That's fair. So, and, oh my gosh, there was this one part. This might have killed you, actually. So, there's this one part. <laughs> cool. Where, <laughs> I know, where um he, like, looks over and there's... Because he's the size of like Daniel Tiger. Right. He looks over and he sees Daniel Tiger. And we get a view, like a perspective shot of Lloyd looking at Daniel Tiger. And then the camera like moves down, like like pans down. And we see under Daniel Tiger's Mr. Rogers just looking up at him. Like oh, with God. so much love and like just wanting to hear it. Fuck. It like kills me. And then it cuts. He's like, why do you hate hospitals? And then it cuts to black and then we see him walking up to his mom in a hospital bed and his mom's looking at him and he's a grown up and then he's, and then his mom says i know you think you're doing this for me holding on to this anger i don't need it and then his mom disappears from the hospital bed and i just fucking sobbed like a baby <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad. I brought the tissues in here for a reason. I put him in the middle of the table if you need him. All right, all right. I may need a dab. <laughs> dab. Not the good dab. 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 I'm gonna do the bad. Dab. I'm doing the dab and a flossing. Uh, so Lloyd has collapsed on set and was dreaming. He wakes up in Mr. Rogers' house and he walks out of the bedroom and he sees Mr. And Mrs. Rogers playing the piano together. And um, so then Mr. Rogers is like, oh, it looks like you need some food. So like they go out to some like a Chinese food place together. And uh, Mr. Rogers only order like rice and noodles, basically. And Lloyd's like, you don't you're a ve- you're a vegetarian. Yeah, I forgot he's a vegetarian. And uh, Mr. Rogers says, I can't imagine eating anyone with a mother. And I'm just like, whoa, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I know. And then uh, Lloyd brings up. He's like, you like broken people. And then Mr. Rogers just looks at me. He says, I don't think you're broken. And then he says, he says, like, you know, you see the world and you, you're a person who sees right and wrong and you judge people based on those things. And that isn't a bad thing to have. Like having a good sense of right and wrong isn't a bad thing. You gained this with your relationship with your father. You know, all of these things that happened in your past made you who you are today. And then he says, he's like, I want you to take a minute to think about the people who loved us into being. And he's like, I don't think I can do that. Mr. Rogers is like, let's just try. And then there is a minute of silence in the theater. The movie goes completely silent. Everyone is just staring. And then Mr. Rogers looks, he's like looking off camera at Lloyd. And then he looks into the camera at us. And we just hold on Mr. Rogers looking at us for like a minute. 
And I'm saying Mr. Rogers. I was going to say, we've mentioned him as Mr. Rogers the whole time. Told you, Tom Hanks, gone. He's, he's not, not even. He just, <laughs> he's, and he doesn't even look that much, but like the, his eyes and his like happiness it's and acceptance. Demeanor, yeah. It's, it's Mr. Rogers and he's just looking at us and it's like utter silence. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so then Lloyd goes back to his wife and they're walking. And, um, He's like, is uh, I think it's this thing where it's like, if your baby cries, you just take your baby out for a walk, yeah, yeah. so that they can like calm down. So they're just like walking in the night, not going anywhere. And uh, it, Lloyd's trying to apologize to his wife, and his wife goes into this whole thing of like, I was at the hospital, the doctor talked to me, I didn't know what to say, I tried to get a cab, but of course, I no cab stopped for me, and I think that was like a race thing because his wife is a black woman. That too. Plus, also there was also this whole thing about. Um, trying to have a kid with going in a cab, yeah, was really tough because they would have like the um, oh, car seat. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's a whole other thing. Also, interesting. They take cabs while Mister Rogers takes the subway. She actually had to take the subway, but it was in the middle of midnight apparently, and she's yeah, like, "They're gonna call." Yeah, yeah she, especially in the nineties, ninety-eight. Yep. I don't know. That's not the Ooh, same yeah. New York. <laughs> not at all. So, um, she, he's apologizing. She goes, "I know you're trying to apologize, but this doesn't mean that this has this gets to be easy." She says, and so they sit down. And it's like, I'm looking at him and you can see, and again, it's like in any other movie, this would have felt so cheesy. Like his whole way of dealing with this has changed, but genuinely, like when you see Mr. Rogers and you see the amount of love he had for people and like the amount of like, you need to be honest with other people about how you're feeling. He genuinely does like sit down. He's like, I need to talk about how I'm feeling about my feelings. He's like, when I get scared, I get angry. And then he starts to cry. And then his wife starts to cry. And then I start to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he's like, you and my child are the, are who I want. Like these are the, the, you two are the most important people to me. And so then he has to go. He's like, I have to go see Jerry. I have to go see my dad. He's dying. And so then he goes to his father and um, we have this bit where Mr. Rogers prays for everyone, including Lloyd. And I kind of like this, too, because it's like I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, this movie on Mr. Rogers, it's really downplaying his uh, religion or whatever to appeal to a modern society. It doesn't like Mr. Rogers is a religious man. And that's dealt with in the movie. In yeah. A way, you know, I don't I know. mentioned a couple times. Yeah. It's like the, and that, that's the thing that's you really thing. shouldn't overlook. And either. That's, well, that's also one thing that it was realistic in his show. He didn't like he wasn't preaching at all. No. Like he was just he, he accepted people of all faiths yeah. as long as like they were good people. You yeah. Know? So I don't know. It was just it was just nice. I'm glad they dealt with that. And so anyway, so Lloyd's father is oh, Lloyd's father's passed out. And so Lloyd's come over to talk to his father. He's gone. So he talks to Dorothy instead. And Dorothy says, like, I didn't know about you or your sister until really recently. And I barely know about your mom. Like your father never talked to me about that ever. Um, so then he moves in with his father to try to like look after him. And there's this really slow, quiet moment where he's like, he's woken up in the middle of the night, four in the morning and he's cradling his baby. Who's woken up and he just wants to take care of the baby because he wants his wife to sleep. And he like puts some milk in like the, uh, like a a burner to keep the, to warm the milk up, you know, for the baby. And he's just sitting there in the kitchen in the four in the morning and he's holding his baby and he sings, I like you just as you are. And God damn it, it fucking, I fucking cried again. And then his father is awake at four in the morning and this part fucking kills me. So his father's like sees Lloyd doing all this for his son. And um, his father's like, uh, uh, he's like, I never was good at those mom things. I never did the mom things. And Lloyd's like, it's not a mom thing. And it's like, oh, man. And then later on, Lloyd's father says, I was selfish and cruel. I'm just now figuring out how to live my life as a person. And it's like, 
it just goes to show and it was like it was the saddest thing and it's a real thing where it's like people are brought up with these false ideas of like gender roles Mm -hmm. and like how to live your life and Mm -hmm. they feel embarrassed by showing their emotions or raising a child you know and it's like you realize the regret that these people have later in their life realizing like holy fuck i totally missed out on just being a good person because i thought that being a good person being a good man meant not being with there for my children yeah, and yeah. all this other stuff or it like was, not showing emotions or not showing blah, emotions blah, 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 you yeah know, supporting my family it's, it's like just like oh my god and then it's like you want to be upset because like this person this person is his father the person did fuck over like his whole life but now you realize this guy's full of regret because he was he was filled with these false ideas of how to treat people yeah exactly he still has regrets you know yeah (sighs) fucking hell dude so then his wife uh lloyd's wife reads the article and then he's like you know it's not really about mr rogers it's about you and i'm like that's what the movie is (laughs) uh so then lloyd visits uh lloyd's sister and lloyd's new husband visits um the lloyd and lloyd's dad and everyone's there and then mr rogers comes he's like at the door and mr rogers comes in everyone's really excited to talk to him and they're gonna start talking and then one of them's like, because uh, it's uh, uh, Lloyd's wife is going on a honeymoon to, uh, um, or sorry, Lloyd's <laughs> going sister. on a honeymoon. God okay. damn it. Sorry, <laughs> Lloyd's sister <laughs> is going on a honeymoon. Oh, yeah. To, uh, I think, Hawaii. Her husband uh, Todd. With her husband Todd. And then um, Lloyd's dad is like, you know, oh, man, I'd love to go. Yeah. You know, I uh, drag my dying ass over there, basically. And then everything gets really awkward and silent. This is something I can relate to as well, where it's like, you know, you. you Death comes up so much, like in just like casual conversation, but when you're like actually surrounded by people who are dying or like who've just had a recent death, there's like this yeah. awkward air when it's actually when it's brought up, mm-hmm. and that happens in the movie, and it feels re- very real. And then Mr. Rogers sort of cuts through the silence, and he says, "Death is something that we're uncomfortable about, but dying makes us human." And he says, "Which makes it mentionable, and anything mentionable is manageable." And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> so then uh, he then whispers something to Lloyd's father. And then later on, Lloyd is like, what'd you whisper to him? And uh, Mr. Rogers says, I asked him to, uh, I asked him to pray for me because anyone going through it, he's going through is close to God. And Damn. the very next scene is the funeral. Oh. oh, boy. And then right after that, Lloyd uh, is talking to his wife and he goes, you know what? I think I'm going to stay home with our son. And, you know, I think because I guess Lloyd's yeah, wife. He been, never, yeah, he never took time off when they actually when they, she gave birth. Right. And then also, I guess Lloyd's wife is worried about like preschool and daycare and all that stuff. Just yeah. like leaving uh, 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 like the kid with somebody she doesn't trust or whatever. And so Lloyd's like, no, I'm going to do it. And she goes, is this because you want to do it or is it because you want me to do, want me? for you to do it and he goes no i've already talked to our son and we're both we're, we both like the idea and i'm just like oh that's super cute yeah so then the episode is over we're back to the framing device of mr rogers telling the story and so he's like and that and so that's what lloyd looked like and here's what he looks like now and there's just a photo of him and his family and they're all around a christmas tree smiling together and then he closes up the door and he has the whole song about like, it's such a good feeling to know you're alive. And he like takes the shoes off and he puts the jacket on. He walks out the door and then we see like the studio and Mr. Rogers is like walking down the steps and everyone's saying goodnight. And Mr. Rogers is left alone in the studio as he sits at a piano and he's like playing the piano really well. And then it's like, and all this is one shot. He's like, he's like playing. Yeah, there's a lot of one shots. It's very, really well done one shots. The direction in this movie is genuinely great, which is insane because I don't know if you know the person who directed this. Nobody does. (laughs) Mariel Heller. She's made, she's made two movies. movies. Yeah, this is her third one. Yeah, can you ever forgive me? And the Diary of a Teenage Girl. Yeah, yeah. Which I've never even heard of either. (laughs) I think I heard about the other one, the Can You Ever Forgive Me, but I, I didn't see it. 
Um, it's crazy. Though. I know. Just two movies. And it's like, well, you're great. Here, take this. So wait, here's the best part. Oh, so Mr. Rogers is in the studio alone. Lights are slowly turning off and he's at the piano and he's playing really well. And then he stops playing and then he starts hitting the keys angrily. Like, oh, brr, shit. Brr, 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 brr. that's one of the ways he said he dealt with anger. And then he stops and then he just starts playing beautifully again. And it all fades to black. And that's the end of the movie. <sighs> and I counted up. I cried six times. <laughs> I- <laughs> I think it was a continual. Yeah. There are different yeah. levels. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's always tears in my eyes. But Jesus Christ, this movie. It's like, oh, it kills me. It fucking, it, it's like, I feel embarrassed. And I feel embarrassed because I feel embarrassed that I cry. Right? You know, because it's like Mr. Rogers told us that we have to be honest and, and, and happy about us showing our emotions and that's a, a healthy perfectly natural thing to do and yet i feel so embarrassed that i cried <laughs> at this movie in the back row of this theater all i will by say myself. it's almost uncontrollable the amount it of crying is. though it's not yeah. just like oh i cry at one moment i didn't cry no. when luke skywalker died whatever that's fine it's a moment yeah yeah this is like the whole movie yeah, honestly <laughs> just existing on screen it's like, it's, it's really weird it, you know what it is and i this is what i that's felt. why i think it's almost a nostalgia at that point but there's definitely moments i don't think it is nostalgia but i think the reason to cry during the whole thing, yeah. probably. No, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. definitely moments where it's like this is genuine and earned. Well, see, I think it's more of this thing, and this is how I felt watching the documentary too. It's like I feel it's this image in my head of like, what if I met Mister Rogers? I feel like if I met Mister Rogers, I would feel embarrassed, and I feel like I feel like I would be ashamed because I feel like I'm not living up to the standards that he taught me as a, as a kid. But then I know he doesn't care. He would still love me. And like that knowledge fucking kills me. Like that tears me to my core and it makes me want to be a better person. I mean, he honestly is pulling off what like most Christians should do. Yeah, exactly. Like that's literally what Jesus said. Right. Right. Like he's just doing that. But it's just accepting people. It's so rare. It is. Like even amongst people of like religious faith. Especially. In fact they go to the other way where it's like you feel ashamed you don't live up to that. There's judgment there. Exactly. You know? And And it's it's like like, that's not what it was about. Like even if I think that's the thing that kills me. It's like even if Mr. Rogers sees a person who's broke like a person like Lloyd, who I deeply relate to Lloyd. I've been there where he's been and it's like he still loves him. Like he loves him no matter what. And he's gonna he's just like I've seen there's gray footage of like Mr. Rogers on like late night talk shows and he comes on and everyone laughs because it's like, oh look at this goofy guy. Yeah. yeah. He's so happy he is, and fun. He's a little weird. He's a little weird. But then you realize there's just this deep seated honesty and earnestness to him that at the end of these interviews where everyone starts laughing at him, they fucking love him. Yeah. Like they walk oh, every no anyone who meets him. Either you fall in love with him instantly or you're a fucking sociopath. <laughs> like, that's the only option. You either love Mr. Rogers yeah. or you have no emotions. No, that's 100% true. That's I, how I feel. Because he, he has that childlike uh, wonder, which could yeah. come off as, like, cheesy. And for a lot of people, especially extremely cynical people, they, right. all, they all ask, is this real? Right. Just like that journalist did. Uh, well, this like is the, Because I think when you see somebody who acts like Rogers, you get the sense of, like, they're naive. Yeah, but he isn't. He isn't. He's not a at all. deeply wise person. Yeah. You know, like that's, like the fact that he acknowledges all these social issues and things yeah. like that. Like yeah. he was on television with a black man, and he washed the black man's feet in a tub at the same time that like race riots were happening in real yeah. life. 
he talked about fucking JFK's assassination on yeah. television. Like he deals with these things. He doesn't it, like that's the thing. It's like and that's what I love about this movie. It's like every other movie that deals with forgiveness and faith is in my opinion woefully bad about it because they don't deal with real issues. Let's talk about Medea. <laughs> exactly what Madea's I'm saying. Whole, like one of those episodes, I think it was Family Reunion yes. and the part where was revealed that this lady got raped. Yeah, and, and was her like, mom you was like, cool you it. need to forgive her. Yeah, yeah, or forgive him or whatever. And it's you got to like, forgive your mom for allowing you to be raped by your uh, a stepfather. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and they're coming from the same almost uh, viewpoint of you know religious like belief and acceptance yeah, and forgiveness, uh, 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 forgiveness. Yeah, and it's like again, forgiveness, very powerful. Yeah, very useful for lifting that burn from herself but when some crazy person dressed as an old lady <laughs> is telling you to do this yeah. in a way where she's just spouting it off off a list of other weird things and is also full of judgment and for people exactly yeah. and loves talking all the time always yeah, and yeah you've yeah. got the other side mr rogers who clearly listened to what you said yeah yeah clearly gave his advice right it's just such a different contrast absolutely you know? the big difference where it's like yeah well i think the difference here is like a bigger difference here too is like in Medea, that lady never apologized. She never felt sorry nope. for it. In, in this movie, and I know it's a fictionalized version, but this is a real thing where you will hold on to this anger and hatred, even if the person genuinely yes. feels bad for it. Yep. And it's like That's I don't have real. to see eye to eye with this person and get along with them a hundred percent of the time. But if they genuinely feel bad about the things that they did, like from a good faith place, yeah, I. I need to find it in myself to forgive them for it. You also, know? just forgiving yourself exactly. is just, or forgiving them is just something, a weight off your shoulders. Exactly. You know? right? Or like, even just forgiving yourself. Because if the other too. person doesn't apologize and do- and is still like standing by their thing, like Mr. Raj would be like, you know what? I feel bad for them, but you shouldn't have to feel bad about yourself. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's how you deal with these things. Yeah. And it's like the fact that it deals with real life issues and like Mr. Rogers did, it makes... It makes that message so much more powerful. Do you so, think uh, yeah. Tom Hanks going to get his Oscar? Oh. Do you think? I think. I mean, I think he should. I don't. He really disappeared in this he, role. Like, immediately, too. <laughs> like, really it was did. literally, like, as soon as you see him on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. It really Especially because coming from last, we watched Bachelor Party. <laughs> come a long man. way he's the same he's man. come a long way this yeah. movie is sitting at 96 percent on rotten tomatoes with 90 percent audience wait 96 percent yeah good. i did not know that no that's good it deserves it it deserves it's like it's just there's so a weird. couple of little cheesy moments yeah but, but you can overall, just easy look over them because like yeah. the acting is just phenomenal uh, everyone is so good like yeah. the dad really good you know the, yeah. the the main characters lloyd's dad the directing really good. is good like yeah I don't know, everything about it just really worked and yeah. i was just so shot because this could have been i thought it was going to be like a cheesy cash in because that documentary mm-hmm. did well yeah yeah you know Me too. i thought the same thing i'm like was, why would i watch this movie if i've already seen the documentary yeah it's but, like why would i watch this it's like well you know sometimes you want to have a little nice story about it especially framed in a way around someone who is cynical about the where, world, which is very easy to do definitely in this time yeah exactly 2019 yeah um <laughs> yeah i don't know this movie was great i loved it this movie was great but this might be the best uh thanksgiving movie oh easily <laughs> Are you gonna put splash above this? <laughs> I don't know. Joe over the volcano was pretty. That was pretty good. good. <laughs> was pretty good movie. But I don't know if it's as good as this. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know if it listed as many emotions. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sixteen tons does not compare to uh, um, what is it? A, a beautiful, beautiful day, day in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. The da, 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 now I had a song stuck in my head all day. Yeah. Since, I've, since I've gotten done watching this movie. Yeah, this movie. 
caught me off guard. Me too. In a lot of ways. Big time. Um, I wish I had brought tissues. I know. I hope it does well. I think everyone... I think it will. I think the thing is, is like hearing all how described does not do it justice. No. Like, I still want to see the rest of this movie. I, I want to... Yeah, no. Honestly, I couldn't get enough. And I think this is the thing. A lot of people walk away and they're like, oh, it's not really about Mr. Rogers. What I think people are really saying is like, I want to see more Tom Hanks being Mr. Rogers, which yeah. is like... Good. reasonable you don't want to have too much no you don't and honestly i think if people liked this movie and they want more mr rogers check out won't you be my neighbor yeah, it's please. a great documentary yeah. i need to watch it now i've not seen really it. good yeah, yeah. i'm watched that movie and sobbed all i think no i didn't sob all the way through it but i fucking cried bald my eyes out like a baby at the very end it yeah. was it killed me what so. cried what made you cry more this or uh... this one definitely it was like a nice cry all the way yeah through this right one. yeah it's <laughs> it like, was it was good it's, such a, it's also such a weird cry right like it's it not is. it's not uh it's not sad. It's not sad, but it, it is. It's like the end of uh, 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 Inside Out, where it's like you I just haven't seen the movie. Oh, f- sorry. Well, either <laughs> way, movie ends with a good cry and the person just like sighing in relief that they're finally getting these yeah. like, feelings out. You know, it's just it's like, like a, a emotion release, not even like a negative one. Just no. like a, just uh, like all right, here we go. Uh, I I think that's the thing too. It's like uh, I I feel like to end the episode. I don't know if you have any more uh, no, thoughts on it, but it's good. like yeah, or it's like you shouldn't expect yourself to be perfect not even mr rogers was but you should attempt like you should try you should you should try to make yourself a better person every yeah. day you know you should not no work towards that their, work it, it people take, lose their anger you know yeah yeah but it, it, it takes not much effort just to be kind to someone exactly. or just to wait a little bit you know exactly. just take a little bit of extra 10 seconds out of your time slow down to be nice yeah just wait but so many people just get caught up in their own things and yeah you know, look, just just go to a grocery checkout stand. You'll see all of this. <laughs> yep, exactly. Man, well, guys, this was a really good movie. It's out in theaters. Yeah, watch it. You should uh, highly recommend it. It'll be a good Thanksgiving. Take the whole family. You can, bring, all, cry, you can all cry together. Bring tissues. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. I, see, that's the thing. I'm I'm really curious to see how this movie plays out with someone who didn't doesn't like, know maybe anything didn't about Rogers. Up. Yeah, I don't I know if that exists though. Like it has to, right? There's gotta be people. That don't I know think about so. Them. Like, I mean, like I said, I think there were kids, and uh, when I was watching another movie and a trailer for this came up, they didn't recognize what Mr. Rogers looked like, you know. So yeah, I don't know. It's true, so or probably. But even if I think, even if you didn't grow up with Rogers, I think just his sort of like tenets of yeah. how he feels. Well, and the message is still like timeless. Right? I'd say like, so. Yeah, just like accept people, love them, cherish mm-hmm. them, listen to them. Like, yeah. 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 Just be kind to each other. But uh, yeah, guys, that was our Thanksgiving episode. It's going to be hard to top this one. We'll yeah. see what happens next I year. I don't know, Mr. Hanks. Yeah, I man. feel like 2019, you, you capped yourself out. <laughs> yeah, a guys. long way from Forrest Gump. So uh, He came a long way from uh, fucking saving Mr. Banks, which I fucking oh, hated. Oh, yeah. Uh, man. Another playing see, that, a real see, that's person. that's the thing. Is it's like playing another real person, but... He did fine. But he was good. But he was fine. The but like message of the, the movie. message of the movie and just the fact that oh, dystopian. Walt Disney's kind of bad. Yeah, like, and that ending of the movie person. is not great either. No. Uh, but anyway, that's not this movie. Please watch. It's a one beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day. It's in a beautiful day. It's, in not, the it's a beautiful day. It's Remember, just. It's just a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to our previous Thanksgiving episodes, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it makes us cry. And if you want to... Well, what if it disparages Mr. Rogers' good name? Do not. How dare you? How I, I, you know I am very open to like free speech. I, I'm personally offended if people <laughs> shit on Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I think it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Genuinely. Uh and if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I yeah, can't recommend this movie enough. No. 
bring tissues. I highly recommend yeah, bringing please tissues. Please do that. You will or, cry yeah. like a baby. Yep. I got to change my shirt because it's all filled with snot. Me too. I, <laughs> I wore a jacket with long sleeves and I was constantly <laughs> like rubbing it on my long sleeves. And then and then I came home and my dog was like licking the tears from oh, my face. Oh no! Yeah, it was great. Oh man, I'm like I didn't hear anyone else sniffing in the theater. That's but we were pretty far away. No, that's true. At we the end of the movie, I saw people like getting up and there. I, no, I remember one bit where it was quiet and I remember one of the kids like turning to their like parent going like, "Are you okay?" Oh fuck! Yeah, fuck! <laughs> when the kid realizes, <laughs> oh, oh shit, dude! Oh god! I know, I know. And I think one other time it was like a couple, and one of the couple got up and like they were like, "I'm glad I brought tissues." Like a lot of people like just really got a lot out of it. So I hope this movie does well. I hope so too. I mean, clearly it's doing well, like critically and with audience general audiences, which is pretty great. No, well, let's so. see if little little Mr. Hanks can get that a little Oscar boy. Another one. What was the other one you won for? I think he's won a lot for many. Really? He? I think so. I don't think. I feel like Mr. Tom Hanks has really done like. I dude, I think Tom Hanks is a very well. Like, I feel like he's one of those like awarded. beloved actors, but I don't think he actually didn't he? Didn't oh, he win for what? He won for what? Like I think he won for like Forrest Gump. He, he won, won for Forrest Gump in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Did he win for any other ones? Uh, I'm pulling up right now. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 sorry. sorry no it was just he was, he was nominated for big he was nominated for saving <laughs> private nominated Ryan. For big. look man it's <laughs> low year he's <laughs> nominated for castaway mm-hmm. forgot about that movie i guess it was really good that's a good movie yeah um philadelphia yeah forrest gum he won too so okay he has one too yeah he's won a couple but i think he'll win a third run this time I, and he I deserves think, it yeah i i don't know yeah he just Oof. It's a bio. It's a biopic that wasn't that. Despite Super being cheesy, cheesy, it worked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the source material is cheesy. Anyway, we gotta stop. We anyway, talk too much about this. Movie. We're gonna be obsessed. Good night, everybody. Bye.